Uh, hello, friends. Uh, welcome to another episode of No One Is Listening. Uh, my name is Steve. With me, as always, my co-host, Jen. Jen, you want to say hi? Hi! This is so exciting! Yeah. So, uh, we decided to do a Facebook Live version uh, of this podcast just because it's been 25 episodes exactly. It's been almost a, a, over or under a year? I'm not sure, and I said we, I was going to look this up before we started, but I forgot. I think we started, like, maybe, like, the second week of January. Something like Something that. Something like right? that, yeah. yeah. So um, close enough. So I didn't think we'd ever last a year. So I'm just I'm saying. So <laughs> did you think it was going to last a year? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's going to go forever. What do you mean? Are you freaking out with us? No, no, wait. What were your, what were your aspirations Be- for this? Well, I mean, this is just... I don't remember a year is so long Well, this now. is just us talking, right? And we talk yeah. all the time. So, like, I just thought we would just do this for as long, long as time. we As long as we, we kept talking. We are alive, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, we wanted to do a Facebook Live thing. And, uh, and yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, so, we'll start the episode uh, off as usual. Um, Jen, how are you doing? I'm anything good. Anything new with you? No, I'm so excited about this. Wait, I said anything new with you and you said no? Oh, I thought you said, is there anything new with Yeah, no, there's nothing new. Oh, nothing new? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I had this week off, so it's been really, really nice being at home. And Did you get your car heater fixed? Yes, I think. My heater's kind of fixed. I don't know. It's still not great, but, um, I had a, I had an issue with my speedometer, I thought it was broken, but it just turns out it was reading kilometers and not miles. Oh. But, like, I hit numbers that I've never hit on my car before. Oh, so I'd be going, like, digital? 60, and, yeah, and it's, like, a hundred something. I'd be, like, I'm living on the wall type. But, like, I obviously knew that there was something wrong with my speedometer. Oh. But it just turns out I just don't know how to convert mileage and kilometers. It's impossible. I don't, I don't think it's... No one does that mentally. Yeah. Well, I had to, but, yeah. How how are, how is it going, Steve? Uh, good. You know, I had a I had a near death experience the other day. I uh, I was I was playing video games and I was eating candy. You know, like hard candy. Did I tell you about this? Did uh, I not tell you about this? No, you told me. I th- oh, but, okay. I don't think I told you the full story, right? So. Uh, no, you told me, but I think everybody. Oh, okay, know, I'll go. So I, was, I freaked out. I was uh, I was eating candy, like this hard yellow lemon drop candy, and uh, should we sue? No, what? no. If I died, then yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, and it's like hard on the outside and soft on the inside. And I bit it. And right when I bit it, I thought it, I'd gotten to like the soft, chewy part, and I had not. And I bit it, and then, so I, I bite it, and it like flung the the candy to like the back of my throat, and I started choking. And um, I didn't know what to do, so I freaked out a little bit. And then so. I live with uh, with my brother and my cousin, so I ran out of my room and I started banging on like my brother's door, and I was like, I'm like, I'm like, you have to do that, you have to do that. My worst nightmare. I was, I swear, I was screaming as loud as I could, but it was just just a whisper coming out. And then my cousin came, he like ran to me and started doing the the Heimlich on me, but he was counting down. Mm -hmm. He was like one, two, three, and then he would do it. But because I was, he was counting down, I could brace for it, and so I was like tightening up because it hurt. And so nothing was happening when he did it. And so I told him, like, don't count, just do it. And then he did it, and then I, like, threw up everywhere. <laughs> and, so it's not a... But I caught it. I don't know why. I was, like, so ashamed to be throwing up yeah. that I tried to hold it in, and then I caught all the throw up, and it's it went really through gross. my hand. <laughs> but then I caught the I caught the candy. 
Um, and I was like, oh, thank you, thank you. I really feel like you're spending a lot of time on the on the vomit portion, where it should be more like about how you almost lost your life and how you're. Yeah, it was really. It's actually. Life. It was actually really scared. I have like serious, like a serious fear of dying. <laughs> No, it's not funny. I've lost like hours of sleep because I'm so nervous about dying. Oh my god. Um, but you didn't. I'm alive. You're still alive. here. You made it to our Facebook live. Made it to 2017, yeah. hopefully. Well, no. I mean, two more days, right? More days. Yeah. No, three. What's today? Wait, how many? How many? Two. 30. Two? Oh, 30 in December, right? Okay. All right, cool. Um, well, I'm, I hope this portion was as fun for you guys as it was for us. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to run down what we're going to be doing uh, yeah, today? Yeah, so for this episode, we thought it'd be fun if we, since we're so obsessed with awards and award shows, um, if we created our own, like, no one is listening 2016 awards. Um, I'm obsessed with ranking things. Like yeah, but we didn't rank, we're not ranking right, right, anything, right, right, right. but yeah, like I love end of the year list, so like this is a really fun exercise for both of us. Um, so we have a couple of categories, and um, I don't really think it needs much more explaining than that, right? So yeah. shall we get to it? Yeah, let's get Wait, to it. So oh, okay. that's what's right. the first category? First category is uh, <laughs> best TV show of 2016, best TV show. As you can see, we have... Good penmanship, right? That's actually fantastic. Hey, do you want to tell them what secret talent you have that we didn't know about? <laughs> um, it turns out I'm really good at writing backwards. Amazing, actually. Because when we were testing videos, when we were making up promo videos, um, the third video we did, like, I had written, like, no one is listening podcasts, like, all the information. But, like, it, like, was flipped when we were... The preview when, was When flipped, it was recording, yeah. but when you actually see it, it's... It's regular, so when it was flipped, like I was like, shoot, like I have to write this backwards, and I figured I was so good at it. It's a secret talent you have. If there were an Olympics for writing backwards, you would. I would totally you'd win. I would totally win. I don't, I don't know about win. Can you have more faith? In I mean, me? I'd say you'd medal, but what if someone was like practicing for their whole life? Fine. Yeah. But okay, fine. Considering right. like I picked it up in like four. Seconds. That's what I'm saying, yeah, okay. right? That's just, like really impressive. Still um, okay, so best TV show, right? Yes. Uh, let's go, and these are in no particular order. Uh, we're just gonna go right down the list. Uh, let's see, the first one. Oh, right. of 2016. Of 2016, yeah. best TV show of 2016, right? Uh, the first one I have is Game of Thrones. Uh, do you watch Game of Thrones? No, no, no comment. No All you, Steve. No comment. Uh, yeah, I think Game of Thrones was really good this season. Last season was a little. What season are we slow. on? We're on. We just finished six. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah, the last season was excellent. Um, it, I mean, spoiler alert, it like, uh, it tied a lot of bows and answered a lot of questions that we've had going back to like when it originally aired. Um, but does it leave, like, does it ha- Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, you're asking if it leaves you wanting more? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or oh, there's yeah. like, uh, like cliffhangers and like, yeah, the absolutely. Door opens for Abs- absolutely. Okay. There are things happening where, uh, super excited for next season. Um, and they were just doing things that I didn't even think was possible on TV. I mean, it, I, like, sarcastically, I would have also nominated Game of Thrones for a different category, like Best Movie of the Year, just because, like, the stuff that they were doing on TV was was insane. Was so there good. a particular episode? There were the last two. The last two are, are amazing. The, the penultimate, which was uh, Battle of the Bastards, mm-hmm. uh, and then the very last episode of, I believe it's Winds of Winter. Um... It just, you invest so much time 
into these characters and into the show, and it's just it just blew me away. It was it was so satisfying. And uh, I don't know if it's because of that or in spite of that, but this was the first season that went past the books. It's mm. now it's not past the books. They haven't released um, like the books with information that you know we that's been revealed on the TV show. So. Do you think that? The author, what's his name, George R. R. Martin, R. R. Martin watches the show, like, will watch the show because they've diverged, right? Yeah, so like, and they don't really talk to each other, do they? No, they did. So, before this season, they used to let him direct one episode a season, uh-huh. and then in order for them to get the rights to make this TV show, they had to, like, the two um, executive producers had to go to George R. R. Martin and answer, like, trivia questions. Oh, about the... About, about, the, about the world. About the world. And then they had to predict certain, like, questions that he had, and then he told them how it ends just in case he dies, because he's, like, super old. He's really old. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, there's that. Um, next one is... Uh, Westworld. I don't know how many of you watched. Did you watch Westworld? I'm sorry. I I probably shouldn't be hosting this podcast because I'm like really behind on everything. That's okay. That's why we're doing TV Um, show first. It's fine. Yeah, no, but great. That was all right. Okay. I have friends who like love, like they were obsessed with it. Okay. Well, I think it's. Wait, but then why is it on this? Why this is your pick? Why is it on this in this? Because so many people talk about it. Okay. And I watched it, um, but it's just like it's all right. You know, um, it's not. It's, it's like good, not great, but uh, I have high hopes for season two. That's why, because I want it to be on the record that I'm predicting uh, a, a, a bright future for, for Westworld. When is season two, do you know? I have no idea. Probably next fall okay. or winter or something okay. like that. Um, all right, so here's here's the show that we, we can both talk about. The next one is Atlanta. Um, what do you think about Atlanta? Love an- Atlanta, and I really feel like this is my favorite uh new show of this fall season and my favorite my favorite show of 2016 I think I, you know what I th- we'll go through the other nominees but yeah. I think for me too it's definitely the best yeah. I think it's the best show I mean yeah. you know I talk I like you know talk about Game of Thrones and what it's able to do but Atlanta has in different ways it's done things that I didn't think were possible on TV it um just the creativity, the how they're able to do episodes about different characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's I I I don't know. It sounds kind of weird, but I want to say it is. Uh, it's like African American or Black Seinfeld. Yeah, you know. Um, I think I mentioned this before, but I'm like really fascinated by shows and movies that can really delve into characters, and like this show does that, and it's not just the character of um, what's what's his name. Donald Glover's character's name. Oh, like, Earn. it's not just Ern's character. Like, yeah, Paperboy. Paperboy, we have Van. And, like, uh, the whole just... episode that they spent on Van, like, is one of my favorites. So, um, yeah, you're right. Like, it's not something that, like, you can really do on television. Like, you really see on television. Let alone, like, like, I mean, FX is, like, cable, but it's still, like... It's basic. It's right? basic cable, yeah. Yeah, yeah not so, basic, like, oh, uh, like a basic girl. Right, not, like... Millennial talk basic, but yeah, so um, uh, yeah, I think this is my pick. Yeah, I think Atlanta hits the highs that other shows do, like, it hits the same highs that Game of Thrones hits, but there's no lulls, mm-hmm. you know, there's no like the the basement for an Atlanta episode is so, it, it, the quality of like the worst Atlanta show 
or worst episode of Atlanta is higher than than most TV shows. I also think though it is like the number of shows that they had this season. It's only oh, like ten episode? episodes, yeah, yeah. you know. So um, whereas like you know like regular like network TV shows, like you have to fulfill like a twenty-two episode order, and like you're really stretching that out. Where they're able to take this like compact season and like just do the storytelling that they want to do. Like I just um, I do think, and I also think like it'll become more of a norm for like oh, episodes to be more con- like concise. Yeah, I agree. I think you know uh, we're past the time of TV shows premiering in the fall, ending in June. Although just, Atlanta did premiere in the fall, so. Oh, that's yeah, true, that's yeah. true. Um, so Atlanta, I had number one on my list. The next show is actually number two on my list. Okay. Uh, next, uh, the next show is The Night Of. I had this number two for me. Um, I finished it. Did you? Mm-hmm. Okay, it what did you so think? It was so depressing. Was uh, it though? No, it was. I mean, it's not easy to watch. It's, it's a tough watch. It's it is. not. Parts of yeah. it are. So parts of it, I was just like, oh, let me like go paint my nails or something. <laughs> um, but I think it was such a star-making performance. Riz Ahmed, yo, Riz and, my and, man Nas. Okay, and John Turturro. Oh yeah, he's he's excellent. Um, and it just was like, it was so heavy, but like, you're right. Maybe it's not depressed. I don't know. What, do, what are your thoughts? You know, I, I can't wouldn't, really talk about I it. Would, yeah, I wouldn't call it depressing. It was definitely uh, sobering. Yes. I think that's a better word because, um, yeah, I think it's definitely sobering. And, the you know, there are... Oh, really? Uh, there are, were episodes where, like, the pilot, I think, is still probably one of the best episodes of, uh, of TV I've seen mm-hmm. this year. I think um, there's the middle part where it's, like, too much law and order that I didn't like, but mm-hmm. I think it starts off super strong, and then um, it, I think that, and they really nail it. Yeah. I mean, they really stick the landing for the ending, and it just, um, the writing is just so good, you know, and the, and the directing, all of it is just, it comes together so perfectly. Okay. You know, and I just, I just, I, it's my number two, okay. I think, by far. Yeah. And then I have Game of Thrones 3. Okay, I thought we weren't ranking, but... You know what? You only, this, only, this, okay. only this, only this, only this, only this, I swear, because okay. I'm really obsessed with the TV shows. Uh, let's go on to the next one. Uh, American Crime Story, uh, O.J. Simpson. Yes. Right. What did you think? All of all of the feels. I think also um, we're in an era where we are, like, majorly nostalgic about stuff, right? And this fits right uh, into it. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. um, it was, like, the 90s and, like, everything 90s, including this choker, is, like, back. And... Um, not that, I don't know, like, I think the O.J. Simpson story is, like, so compelling, even though it's, it, it is one of the darker periods of, like, American of, pop culture. Yeah. Um, and, but, but this, but the show itself, like, it has all the makings of, like, like, you know exactly what's going to happen, and you know exactly how the story plays out, because it happened already, right? But, like, it's the performances yeah. that really drive it. Um, and so this was also like one of those things where it, like, if they weren't already stars, made stars out of people. Mm. Sterling K. Brown, um, Sarah Paulson, Courtney Vance. Courtney Vance. Um, I know you, David Schwimmer. <laughs> David Schwimmer, man, the the Schwimmerissance. Sure. I mean, yeah. Um, John Travolta. Oh, he was really good too. So, oh, and OJ. 
what's his name? Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba Gooding Jr. So uh, you know what? I'll be honest. That was my least favorite part. Um, I, I yeah, towards the end, like it wasn't. A, it like became very much less about Cuba Gooding Jr. and like O.J. Simpson than it was about like the people that were driving like the story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who was the word Nathan uh, Lane? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, if we had done this earlier in the year, if the cutoff was, or let's say it had premiered later, I think maybe it'd be higher for me, but um, it just didn't, yeah, it was great in the moment, but it just didn't, it didn't hit the same highs that the other shows did for me, so it, it gets nominated for sure, but I didn't, I didn't really think okay. it had any realistic chance of winning. I, you know, I'm thinking, should we not, let's not do that. Sure. All right, we're gonna, so here's the last one, right? Uh, Stranger Things on Netflix. Still haven't watched still it. Watch mm-hmm. it. All right. Uh, I think it's it. The reason I wanted to so we're not gonna talk about Black Mirror. We're gonna skip over that and we're gonna do Stranger Things because something you said about American Crime Story resonated with me about Stranger Things, which is the nostalgia mm-hmm. factor, right? Yes. So there's no pre-existing IP. There's no like Stranger Things expanded universe or anything like that, but. Um, you felt so nostalgic watching it because it was a movie set in the 80s and it is very much a, uh, a TV show that is influenced by movies from the 80s. Right. Right, so you have, you know, E.T., all the Steven Spielberg stuff. Um, it's, I think, watching it makes me very nostalgic for movies that I watched, like, growing up. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and I feel like at, there was this one point in time where, like, a week after it came out, everyone I knew was, like, talking about yeah. this yeah. TV show, which is kind of how, like, Netflix works now. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. So, cool. I guess you and I, do we agree? We both have Atlanta mm-hmm. as number one on mm-hmm. this? Okay, cool, cool. Um, we're going to go on to our next category, uh, which is 2016 Best Movie. Best Movie. I don't think we're going to agree on this one, right? Yeah, that's okay. Okay. And okay. also... Um, we reviewed a lot of yeah, these the first like, in three our last we'll episode. Run through, right? okay. The first three we'll run through because we talked about it in the last episode. Rogue One, uh, Arrival, La La Land, and then um, were any of those your pick, actually? Yes. Which one? La La Land. I stand by it. Yeah. I think you should go watch it. Wow. It's that good, huh? It's that good. It's the best movie of the year. I think so. Wow. But I haven't watched Rogue One yet. If you, if you're not the type of person, if you're the type of person that could have waited this long to watch Rogue One, mm-hmm. it's probably not going to be La La Land. Then they're, okay, La La Land it is. Wow. It's because it was unlike anything else that we have seen in a really long time. And I mentioned this in our last podcast. So, um, it really stayed with me for a really long time. And the music is like constantly in my head mm-hmm. on a loop. Um, so... It, I feel like it has kind of the total package, too, because um, the actors are so good. The actors are so beautiful. Um, I don't know. That's my pick. Yeah. You know what they, it was supposed? It was originally supposed to be... I was listening to this on another podcast. It was originally supposed to be Miles Teller and Emma Watson. Super weird. Would not have been the same, right? Uh, I can totally see Miles Teller in the role because he and Ryan Gosling kind of have, like, that a-hole, like, character. They can kind of come off, like, a little bit douchey. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Emma Watson, I'm not sure, uh, because I don't, 
I guess she would have been American. I guess she's done American accents. I can't remember. Like, I have the such... The bling ring, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have such faith in Emma Watson. She can do anything. So I'm sure it would have been fine. But, like, these characters are so, like, so etched into my head as Ryan Gosling and yeah. Emma Stone. that, And I don't know if they would have had the same chemistry. Because this movie is so much more... Yeah. Mo- like, it's mostly about the chemistry that the two characters have. And, like, because Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling have worked together for so long or yeah. so many times that they naturally just have that. Yeah. Um, what are the next movies on our list? Uh, the next movie is Captain America Civil War. I did not watch this. Uh, what? Everyone watched this. Okay, well, you don't watch this? Do no. you watch Marvel movies? Uh, uh, it's a hit or miss. Like, if I don't have, if, like, if people want to go see it already, like, I don't, I wouldn't go by myself. And I go watch movies by myself, but, like, if, yeah, like, I don't know. Really? Oh, it's good. You should watch it. Okay. I'll watch what, it. What, what, what Marvel movies have you watched? Oh my gosh. Put me on the spot. I don't know. Which ones are the Marvel movies? What are you doing right now? You have Iron Man. You mm-hmm. have Iron Man 2. No, I've watched all of them. You've watched all the Iron Mans? Mm-hmm. You've, have you watched both Avengers? Mm-hmm. How many Captain Americas? There's three. Captain America. See, I haven't Captain watched any of the Captain Americas because I don't love Chris Evans. What? Those are the best ones. Is, are they? Did you have you seen Thor? No. Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy is actually probably the best one. Okay, so are you okay with me now? A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Alright, can we move on? Yes. Okay. Uh Captain America was it was fine. Uh Finding Dory. You watched that, right? Mm-hmm. What you think of Finding Dory? I loved Finding Dory. Yeah. Uh yeah, I thought Finding Dory was good. I didn't think it was as good as Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo, but I thought it had a lot more to say than Finding Nemo. Um so yeah, uh, oh, the last one is Zootopia. Which I have not watched, yeah, but Zootopia's apparently Zootopia's I have so to. Okay. I have to watch Zootopia. Okay. Wait, so then which one's your oh. pick? You know what? Mine's La La Land. I don't know. Okay. I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Rogue One. I'm okay. going to say Rogue One. Yeah. For reason, if you don't know why, you can go look at our, um, our last, uh, our last episode um, where we review Rogue One, I think it starts off really, really rocky, but man, does it stick the landing. The last, I'd say like the last 30 minutes are really good. Okay. Yeah. Um. So we're good? Yeah, I think we're good. You know, why don't we take a break right now? What is, do we have any, do we have any questions or things? Oh, we do. Oh, there's, there's two questions, right? We have two questions. Uh, how do you guys go about deciding if you're going... Oh, this is a magic question. question. Who is who, this? Who wrote that one? How do you guys go about um, deciding if you're going to invest in watching a show or not? Because, you know, we'll be, we'll be talking about this later, but it's like... Um, there's so much TV out there. There's so right? So much how do you go stuff. about deciding if you're going to invest in a TV show or not? Do you have an answer? You want me to go first? Um, you can go first. Um, I think... For me, it's um, I I try to read up on it. Um, I try to see what you know people who are like much smarter than me are saying about the about the TV show, and then I give it a shot. And if it doesn't get me after like the first episode or two, then like that's it. I just I just cut it out. There are a few TV shows that um, that like I just I tried, and I know they were critically acclaimed and people were saying really great stuff about it but I just I couldn't get into it so I'll I'll try a TV show and it also has to like hit me at the right time too like it's usually right before I go to sleep mm-hmm. when I 
don't want to go to sleep. Yeah. Uh, or I'll just like give it a shot. So um, yeah, I definitely think for me, I decide if I want to invest in a TV show if like people whose opinions I trust like it, and then you know I I like try it out myself. Very rarely do I watch a show that I have discovered on my own. You know, usually it's something I've seen on Twitter, something that uh, you know a review that I read. Um, by Alan Sepinwall or um, or something that they put on like The Ringer and then I'll give it a try because there's just too much stuff for you to, dis- to discover on your own. It's like impossible now. Okay. What about you? Um, I just want to copy paste what you just said um, but I also read up a lot about the shows that are coming out and so regardless of whether people have liked it or not like if something if I like something or if I like the person in the show, then I'll, like, give it a try. So that's how I discovered Younger because I love... And it's a show on TV land um, because Sutton Foster, who's, like, this huge Broadway actress, like, I really like her. And then Hilary Duff, who I love from my nostalgic, like, you know, early 2000 days. Um, And so that's how I started watching that show. Uh, But, like, you, like, my threshold for watching a show is very, like... It's, it's small, like, if I don't like it in the first two episodes, because I will try to at least watch another episode other than the pilot, because sometimes pilot episodes are vastly different from the rest of the uh, season. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then if not, then I'll, I won't watch it. Um, and then also, there are genres I gravitate more towards, than, um, and I'll be more inclined to watch, um, so, like, comedies, especially, like, half-hour comedies, um, or just things that are not, like, the night of. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it has to take a lot of buzz, sometimes Steve's opinions, um, for me to want to watch something that's, like, so heavy. Mm-hmm. But that's a great question. Thanks, right, Doug, for question. asking Oh, it's Doug. Question. Okay, great. Uh, the next question is, what 2016 TV show disappointed you the most? I, I have my answer. Really. Do, you know, do you have one? Mm-mm. I'm going to say Westworld. I'm going to say oh, Westworld. That's so upsetting for a lot of people. Yeah, I'm, You know, I'm not saying it's not good. But it just, it took them so long to hit their stride. Yeah. And I, I mean, don't get me wrong. The way they ended it, the last two episodes has me jazzed for season two. Mm-hmm. But it just took so long. And I still don't care about anyone or anything on the show. Okay. I could not care less if, like, if they came out with season two and it was a totally different cast, I, I wouldn't really care too much. Okay. You know, for me, it's more about, like, the whys and the how not even the why the how of the show like how is this possible you know how are they doing this yeah more than like the who and the what so i'd say i'd say what's world only because i had really high expectations okay but you'll still watch season two. yeah yeah oh definitely i'm okay. definitely gonna give season two a shot um, um the only show that i can think of is modern family which i finally quit this year oh, um, but i was watching it out of obligation really because i was so invested in all the characters and like this season I like took off the season pass on my DVR because I just can't do it anymore um there's way too much other good stuff to watch so uh thanks Eddie for sending in that question um should we move on yeah let's do it what's the next game okay so what should I do it this time oh yeah so we're gonna do so we'll be doing Best music. Best music. Okay, I think this will be really fast too, because like I really can't talk about 
anything eloquently, but music even less so. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, I just like the beat. Um, and really, I should be a music critic based on that alone. So let's see. Um, so when we first thought of this, we thought of doing singles, but then, but then we thought like, oh, there's like whole albums that like we feel like should be part of this. So we're just gonna. It's either gonna be a single or um, or an album, but we'll indicate it as we go. Um, Lemonade by Beyonce. I think 2016 was Beyonce's year. Lemonade sonically is such a good album. Uh, visually, it's such a great like hour-long music video. Um, there's so many good songs on it, and the beauty of Lemonade is that she really like spans multiple genres. So like she's pop, she's R&B, there's country, there's rock. So um, she kind of just proves that she can do all of it, and. Um, She's at the top of her game. She, no one can touch her. Yeah. Um, I think Lemonade is... It's not my favorite, but it's the one that I, I feel like I keep going back to. Um, I don't go back... Wait, did she start off the year... Was she? Did she play at the Super Bowl this past year? Was yeah. that her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right, so she started off strong. That's when Formation, the single, dropped. Oh, like you're right. For right, the first right, time. Right, yeah. And... Some would say that she stole the show from Coldplay, who are the actual halftime. Oh, I know, um, I remember her way more than I remember Coldplay. Yeah, sure. so that's how she debuted it, and then in April, the whole album dropped. Mm -hmm. And I think it's probably the only reason why people would subscribe to Tidal, mm -hmm. Jay-Z's um, spotlight music streaming service. Um, and the album was nominated for nine awards. Yeah, So, nine Grammys. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, is that is she is that your winner for best music this year? Yes, it is. Well, all right. Um, what's the next one? What's the next? Oh, Kanye West. Kanye West, Life Pablo. You know, Kanye. It's, the album. It's such, a, it's such a bittersweet year for me as a Kanye West fan. It's really. It's like. It's so. It was so good, and then it got so bad so fast. Um, <laughs> I think Life Pablo is a work of art. Um. I think it was a great album. I, I I think it's probably my favorite Kanye album in a long time. Not my favorite Kanye album ever, yeah. but uh, definitely definitely in a long time. Uh, I have about I've cycled through about five different songs that were my favorite song off the album. What would you? What was the lead single? Did, I think it was Ultralight Beat. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, I would say that. I think, I don't know if that's my, yeah, I don't know if we, I don't know if that's my best, I don't know, we're going to have to come back to this, because I'm doing this, like, I'm sorry right to now. be on the spot. No, yeah. it's fine, but. Also, is it, like, a little bit, like, choosing your favorite child? Like, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, you, because, like, okay, you know what, that, that's great you mentioned that, because, okay, here's the two I can't choose between. I can't choose between Left Pablo and the next one, which is Coloring Book by Chance the Rapper. Who also had a really good year. He had a fantastic yeah. year. You know, uh, he's got the Kit Kat commercial mm. and everything. Mm -hmm. And I think he just dropped a Christmas album. Can I ask you a question? Yo, Chance the Rapper is the guy who, like, gives away his music, right? For free? Like, he's, like, doesn't he just, like, upload them on, like, SoundCloud or whatever? Am I thinking of somebody else? He might have with his last album. I'll be honest, I, he has Because I don't think he, like, other songs, is, but... like, super concerned with selling albums as much as, like, having people listen to Well, I mean, so, his, so Coloring Book what didn't have um, what is it? It didn't have, like, what are, like, what's Columbia, 
or like it doesn't have a record company behind it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It was strictly his own mixtape right. that he released released directly through um, iTunes. Okay. And so maybe true. I'm not entirely sure, okay. but um, coloring book and life Pablo. I, I have a hard time choosing. Yeah, life Pablo. Okay. Because I even like to this day. I was listening to it on the way here. I have five different songs that I cycle through that, oh, this is the best song off the album. Okay. So I'm going to say uh, Life of Pablo um, and then Coloring Book. But we have a few other nominees we want to yeah. get through anyway, right? So, um, um, if we're going to finish out the album portion, the, tri- the new Tribe Called Quest album was really, really great. And it was also really, really, uh, I guess, meaningful and bittersweet, considering right. one of the members, Five Dog, Five Dog yeah. um, died earlier this year, but he managed to, like... Be- like, they had him, or they finished recording. They finished recording um, before, before he yeah. passed. Um, and the album is, like, it touches a lot about, like, some of the stuff that's really relevant now, you know? Um, yeah. And We the People is the lead single. No, actually, I don't know if it's the lead single, but it's my favorite song. It's also the first song. So if you just go on Spotify and, like, want to just listen to the first song off the album, um, it's really good. So I love the new album. Mm-hmm. What is the album called? I totally forget. Oh, it's yeah. like a long mm-hmm. title and I always forget it. That's Because um, I just keep calling it the Tribe Called Quest new album. Um, so then we have two singles that we added on here. Uh, my favorite song of this year <laughs> was Work is it, From Home. By is it, is that your favorite song of the year? Um, it was our my famous favorite summer song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um and so if you're not counting, like, the Lemonades and, like, the Solange albums and the Tribe, like, then, yeah, like, if we're just talking about strictly, like, singles, like, I loved Work From Home. And they're no longer Fifth Harmony. They're, like, what? Fourth Harmony now. Why? Like, last week they, like, um, one of the girls left, Camilla. Actually, I don't know any of the members, but, like, Camilla left. Yeah. And then we're getting a confirmation from our social media manager. And then yes. they they're in a feud. Like she wrote this long note about like what? How um, I think they wrote this long note first. They fired the shop first as a group, and they were like, we tried having meetings with her, and like it just didn't work out. And, like we just want to make sure that you guys are okay. Like well, and then she, of course she had to respond to it. So then she wrote an equally long note about like how like. I don't even remember. It's such trivial drama, but oh, man. I can't um, wait to Google this. But now there's four members, and then Camilla will be releasing an album, I guess, on her own. But I just want to say, like, the rest of the album's not that great. It's I don't just know. the song is so good. I don't know if I could name another Fifth Harmony song, to be honest. They released a single like right after War From Home that was all like that was also like on the radio, but like I can't remember it so. Um, and then, and then you had a single that you also yes, put on uh, this. Panda by Designer. Um, I just I love it so much. Okay. I mean, I don't isn't it didn't win, but it's like the winner of my heart. You know, <laughs> I love it. That's great. I love it so much. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, all right, so I feel like we should move on to, like, the meat of what we wanted to do today, yes. so, um, we're calling this best pop culture moment category, uh, sorry, I'm doing a terrible job. Best pop culture moment. Okay, so these are moments that, um... They're not all positive things, but we thought I'd say they, most of them are not positive. But, yeah, but they were buzzed about enough um, and had cultural impact enough to uh, be one of the more defining moments of the year. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we should do this, and then I know there are a couple of questions that are coming in, so we'll go back to questions. Yeah, yeah, let's okay, do this great. First, yeah. So the first one um, 
The Kim Kardashian robbery. Kim Kardashian robbery, yeah. That, yes. I'll, I'll be honest, this is the, that was the first time for me yeah. I felt bad for her. Yeah. Um, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, I felt bad for her when, like, her marriage lasted, like, you know, 13 months or whatever. I, would, I mean, I guess with that stuff, I normally think it's, like, their own fault yeah. anyway. Yeah, But this was, like, totally not her own fault. And yeah. it was so much bigger than her, too, right? Not to, like, lessen, like, the trauma that was bestowed on her, but, like... You know, I think it was a moment that asked a lot of questions about social media and, like, security and safety yeah, yeah, and yeah, using yeah. social media. So, basically, um, she she went from being in the spotlight to, like, sh- her last Instagram post was 12 weeks ago, the day of the the Paris robbery. So, oh, she hasn't okay. posted anything. And, and if you really think about it, that's crazy because this woman's livelihood depends on being in the spotlight and using social media and being paid to use social media every single day. So the fact that she's had this, she's taking a self-imposed 12-week break, I think says a lot about, like, her state right now. And so, like, for that, like, like I do feel so bad for her. Um, and, you know, I mean, I'm not a fan, but I do hope that she takes this time to, like, heal and to work through the things that she needs to. I don't think she's gone forever because I just don't think that the Kardashians can do that. Um, But I think when she does come back, we'll see a different side of her. And, like, certainly she will not be using social media the same way ever again. So so I think that's also a good lesson for all of us, right? Like, maybe your Instagram shouldn't be so instant. And, you know, maybe you shouldn't tag every location that you're at. And... um, that's good. I like that. Thank you so yeah, that's much. That's really good. Thank you so much. Wow. Um, and so, I don't know. I just felt like this dominated the headlines. And it embarrassed countries, right? Like, France was really embarrassed about it. And oh, they, like, Yeah, they were afraid of, like, tourism, like, taking a hit. Especially because of all the terrorist attacks happening in European countries, too. Like, that's kind of the last thing that they need. So, I felt like it had more significance than just, like, this being, like, Kim Kardashian getting robbed. Yeah, agreed. Um, let's see, the next one. Oh! Take it away, Steve, your favorite subject. So, best pop culture moment was the Kanye West meltdown, which was, uh, I think it starts with, you know, he's at his concert, he's doing a concert, and from all accounts and all the reviews I'd heard, it was, his concert was, uh, his tour was, was uh, very good. Mm-hmm. And then, one night, he decides to go on a rant about the election. Mm-hmm. And reveals that he didn't vote. Mm-hmm. Then he reveals who he would have voted for, and it was not a popular uh, choice uh, amongst his uh, audience members. And then a few weeks later, he comes to New York to visit Donald Trump at Trump Tower. And I swear, I've never had more people ask me what's going on with with Kanye West. And um, in that moment, then in that the moment, Trump Tower moment, then Trump Tower. Interesting. Moment, yeah. Okay. Um, and so. Yeah, I, I guess maybe we, we don't mean best pop culture moment, maybe biggest. Yeah. Right? Because um, it was not a great moment for Kanye West fans, that's yeah. for sure. Um, it's hard. I love him, but it, it's, it's, yeah, man, it's tough. It's tough to love him yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, and so, I don't know. You can work through this, Steve. I stuck by Britney all this year. You know what, time, though? But she had the best year. That was, it was different. It was different, though. because You know why? You know why? Because with Britney Spears, it's like we were like, oh, obviously it's attributed to like mental health. So is Kanye West mm-hmm. issues, but I feel like people don't give him that same. And and but I, I will admit, 
with Britney, it did take years, right? In the moment, mm-hmm. it, we didn't mm-hmm. attribute it to that. In the yeah. moment, we were like, what's wrong with her? Yeah. But years later, we attributed to that. But with Kanye, I don't know. Because he's put a bullseye on his back for so long, yeah. I think some people are like, oh, he's getting his comeuppance. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Um, do you want to do the next sure. one? Sure. Pokemon Go. Who knew? Oh, my gosh. I didn't know it was going to be released. Did you? Did no, anyone? Yeah. Yeah. There was a trailer for it, like, a year before it came out. Oh, I, I don't watch But you're not like, a Pokemon fan, right? No. And so I also downloaded it because I have to do what everyone else is doing. And I caught a bunch of Pokemon. My goal. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you can fire me. It's fine. Um... Uh, my goal was to catch Pikachu, and it never happened. And I got really bored, so then I deleted it. But for, like, what, like, two months? The entire summer, basically. Two that's months, yeah. all people talked about. And I'm not sure what the statistics are. Like, I'm, I don't know if, like, it's what definitely the drop-off has been. It's been, it's been huge. But it's, I mean, I... I really, really feel like when you think of 2016, you think of, like, all the terrible things that have happened, and then you think of, like, Pokemon Go. Yeah. Like, just the sheer quick obsession with it. Yeah. I mean, I've never met so many strangers in my life. Yeah. You know, there I had a Pokestop right outside my apartment, and I swear I've never made more friends at my local... Like, more friends who are students at my local high school. Is it a gym? No, sorry. I'm getting confused. I yeah, think, yeah, no, I it was it. actually. It was. Okay. I thought you meant like a work. I, I didn't even realize we're still I talking mean, about Pokemon. I didn't Pokemon know terms. what a gym was. I was like, what, so I go there and fight. Like, how do I fight? Like, that's, that's, I think a lot of people. I didn't want to talk to people. And then people would talk to me. And I was just like, I can't, I don't want to do this. Yeah, no, I think people had the same, the same uh, thoughts as you. Okay. Um, all right, what, let's do the, the next. One. Yeah. Right, what's the next so one? Facebook Live, um, you know, Facebook I feel like is arguably the biggest social media platform in the world, and we're obviously is, right? using Facebook Live using right it. now. Um, it's a live streaming video platform. If you're watching us, then you figured out how to use it. Congratulations. Um, it just I felt like uh, there's two examples that I kind of want to mention. I think it kind of speaks to what Facebook Live can be. Um, one is Chewbacca mom who mm-hmm. had the best twenty six best year ever. Um, you best got that as a present this year. Oh really? You should you should make your so own Chewbacca mom video. No, it really is. But just a sheer like delight of her like figuring out how this toy works and like it was just a, a great example of how like a bit like something like this could work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one is a little bit more serious. Like I feel like um, maybe it's. Maybe it was used in a way that Facebook didn't anticipate or wanted it to be used, but I'm talking about, uh, in particular, um, the shooting of uh, Philando Castile in Minnesota. Um, his shooting wasn't streamed live, but but the immediate aftermath yeah. was, and his girlfriend was in the back seat recording it and um, was recording the interaction between the cops, and she was very calmly explaining what had just happened, which was that um, a cop had shot her boyfriend, um, and it really gave, like, an alarming insight into into a police shooting, much more so than a body cam or a surveillance camera, because it was just, it was so in the moment, there were sounds, like, you know what I mean, sometimes with surveillance, like, you don't know what's actually happening, um, and it's disturbing to watch, but it's really powerful, right? And it's an example of how Facebook Live has this potential to really be an agent of change because I feel like it really became 
a rallying cry and also a tool used by the Black Lives Movement, Matter Movement, um, by being this like magnifying class of you know things. So we'll I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what it what happens yeah. with Facebook Live. But uh, those are two very opposite examples. But I think um, as a whole, you know. Yeah. And then also like now like. Uh, like Instagram, although Instagram is owned by Facebook, but like other medias, I think will be doing like their own like live versions. Of really? Videos. Yeah. You what, have, what do you? What? I don't know how to use Instagram at all. <laughs> do they have that already? Or yeah, it's called Instagram Stories, but it's kind of like a Snapchat like copy. But oh, like, is that is that thing? the thing on the top? On the yes. top yeah, with yeah, the yeah. circles. Yeah, we can right? talk about this. Like I can show you how to do it. Yeah, you know, sometimes when people do that and I click, sometimes it goes backwards instead of forwards. Why is that? Um, you know what I'm about? It should the video should come up in the in the order that they made it. That's how Snapchat Sometimes works. It doesn't, I feel like. Are you sure? I don't I know. I don't so. know anything. Okay. So. okay, so we should move on to uh, <laughs> Kim Kardashian is back on this list. Um, we're not obsessed with her, we promise. But it's her takedown of Taylor Swift. So excellent. I think maybe we should talk about Taylor Swift. Maybe this is a Taylor Swift moment, but yes, I wanted to talk I, about I the reason why I well, I wanted to phrase it this way instead of like Taylor Swift's downfall or whatever you want to call it, um, is because the way that Kim Kardashian used social media to to bring down Taylor Swift, I think, is more important than what actually happened. So um, she used Snapchat, which is which is ephemeral. It's not, it's not permanent. I mean, it is permanent. You can download these videos and also if you Google or YouTube, like this video of her catching Taylor Swift in, in this lie um, still exists. But, but in essence, it's, it's something that like people were talking about and then they were forced to go look at it in the last, in the 24 hours that it was up. Um, she released it on like, I think she released it on National Snake Day. Like, that's pretty, like, that's amazing. Is that true? Um, that's what I read, and I think that's like so hilarious, and I think that's so funny. Um, so, I think for a really long time, I actually, for most of her career, Taylor Swift has been untouchable. She's always come out of a feud with the W, right? She's never taken an L in yeah, her life. Yeah, and this was the first year that, like, all of some of that started to crumble a little bit. So, like, I think she's had a rough year, she right? Like, her, mm -hmm, her, um, her and her longtime boyfriend, and by long time I mean a year, but that's a long time. And Taylor Swift's like, you know, romantic history. Romantic history. Like they broke up, and then like her like affair with Tom Hiddleston was short-lived, and then, like, this happened, and, you know, like, I really thought that she was going to release an album this year, because she's released an album every two every years, two. every even year in the fall, and she hasn't, but I also think that's because, like, well, A, she's laying low now, but B, like, like, I'm sure all of this is going to play into, like, what her album is going to be, so she needs more time to work on it. Maybe she had an album ready? Yeah, yeah. And then the Kim Kardashian Completely. thing happened, and she was yeah. like, oh, Oh, She's I like, have five oh, songs. Bad right. Blood Part Two, Part Three, Part Four. There like, you go. There you so, go. but yes, but the Kim Kardashian takedown on her husband's behalf. Like that's also like I'm just like awesome. you go, girl. Like don't mess with her family. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, good for her. Whatever. Okay, so we had the Olympics on here. Yeah. You know, it was. It was right. It happens every four years, it and does. I feel like whenever it happens, people talk about it a lot. And, 
And so, yeah. Okay. We had on here. Um, and then the last one was the uh, hashtag uh, Oscar So White at literally, I guess, 11 months ago mm-hmm. at the at the Oscars. Um, doesn't seem so such a, like such a big deal now, but it was at the time, I feel like. It was, and I think that, um, you know, Hollywood is, like, just sort of, like, starting to take notice, and um, it definitely won't be, like, this, this year. Like, I can think of, like, a couple of nominations that will most likely happen so that the Oscars aren't so, like, white this year. But, you know, change doesn't happen overnight, right? So, like, if you don't see people of color right away in the movies that are being released, that's because, like, movies take a while to make, right? And so, um, but I do think, like, if we continue to keep rallying for things and calling out Hollywood studios um, when they make idiotic decisions, like, if if enough people say something, like, change will happen. And a good example of this is, like, the rumor leak of, like, the Mulan, re- like, live-action yeah, yeah. remake or whatever it is, um, it was rumored that they were going to cast, like, like non-Asian people in these roles, yeah. and people got really, really upset, as people should, because Mulan is clearly not a white person. And so then the studio, whether they were already thinking of doing this or not, like, was forced to, you know, issue a statement, and also now they're going to be, like casting correct correctly um and so with stuff like this with stuff that's about to happen in the new year with our new president-elect like i think as long as people can continue to be vigilant and say stuff when things aren't so right like you know there is a shot of things changing um so what what was your what was your winner for this you want me to go first (laughs) yeah um I'm going to have to go. I don't think it's the best one, but the biggest one. I definitely think it's the Kanye West meltdown. You think so? I think for me. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think it's the Kim K robbery. Oh, really? I yeah. thought you were going to go with the takedown taste. What you think it's the I, You know what? Let's just give it to Kim Kardashian. <laughs> okay, fair, um, fair. I mean, for me, like, she had a really terrible year, but, but she had a really interesting year, so. All right, let's go to some, some questions yes. and comments. All right, ready? Um... Oh, man. What, what is the question? What are your guilty pleasure shows and movies? Let's do that one. Do you want me to start? Yes, if you could. Um, my guilty pleasure shows are younger, <laughs> unreal. Basically shows that are on, like, the CW TV land <laughs> lifetime. Um I really like the CW shows, right? So I love Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Jane the Virgin. Um, I don't really watch a lot of reality TV. Um, I just don't like it. And right now I'm obsessed with um, Leah Remini's um, Scientology series on A&E. I think it's like an eight-part series, but like I'm like obsessed or fascinated by Scientology, so I've been watching that. Movies, um, definitely teen movies. So... Um, a lot of the old Amanda Bynes teen movies I love. So she's the man. Um, even her like Snow White and the Seven. Like she made this like terrible, terrible movie that I like sometimes watch because like it's so What's good. Snow. It's it's a take on Snow White, Snow White and like the Seven Dwarves, and I forget what the exact. Sydney White. I think it's called Sydney White. As opposed um, to Snow White. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Because she has to have a good, of... yeah, she has to have a, you know. Um, so teen movies, like I think those are my guilty pleasure movies. Okay. You? Um, I would say for TV shows, probably anything that's in like cartoon form. Okay. Anything animated, whether it's like Japanese animation or like uh, shows that are actually for children. Yeah. Um, uh, for movies, I would say anything that has dancing in it. Like step up, yes. Any of those and you've watched movies? all of the. Stuff you know, ones. I think I watched up to three. Okay. Yeah, yeah something like that. Um, oh, here's a good one. Thanks to, to Paul for that question. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! I didn't see that. Yeah. Uh, our next question is from uh, my brother. Uh, do you have a breakout artist of 2016? I have one. Can you go first? Yeah. Uh, Chance the Rapper, easily. I he's someone that I like heard about on the fringes. Didn't really listen to anything. I'd, I'd heard of uh, Sunday Candy, and I'd heard it, and you know, it was all right. But, um, man, Coloring Book um, by Chance the Rapper is so good, and I have really high expectations for him going forward. Um, he performed, I think, at the last uh, holiday thing for the Obamas at the White House, mm. and so it was really good. Uh, do you have one? Yeah. Um, I don't know if this means, like, they have... Like they were never like like they debuted in twenty sixteen, um, and if so, then I this. Is oh no, mine, mine did. Okay. he didn't debut. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kate McKinnon, who had an amazing year. Oh, um, oh, <laughs> we can one. we can share this. She is on SNL. She plays Hillary Clinton, who I hope that should she would play for the next four years because she's so good at it. Um, she was in. Ghostbusters remake. She was also in Office Christmas Party, which I haven't watched. Um, she's and she's fun fact, I guess, but she's the first SNL cast member to be nominated for an Emmy for being on SNL. So that's oh, how that good true? she is. Yeah, even Kristen Wiig, like I don't think, oh. yeah, has been nominated. So um, it, it was definitely her year, and like I think she's just so talented. So you know, I have a different answer. Yeah, Riz Ahmed. Great. We Night love Rogue One, Riz Ahmed. He's That's so, my breakout yeah. artist of 2016. He's so talented because he's also... Um, a rapper. Yeah. He's you also, told me that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was a great question. Thanks, okay. Eddie. Uh, do you have an answer for this one? I so don't. Sonia asked us what was our favorite music collaboration of 2016. I don't have one, I think. Maybe the... Um, I mean, we did Our really love. Managers. We did really love the um, the uh, Calvin Harris Rihanna Rihanna. Oh, okay, song, yeah, 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 um, yeah, okay, okay. Which was also co-written by Taylor Swift. So dun dun dun. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure I'll think of some things, and and if I think of something, I'll go back to it. But yeah, that's all I can think of right now. I, we're not I, that cool. Like, I I I personally don't don't have one. I'd say Calvin Harris. No. I think we're fine. Guys, we were having technical difficulties. Yeah. I hope we're still there. No, they are. They are. They just have to re-watch it. Or they re- Should I re-share it from my laptop? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to do it right now for for this one. I'm 
All right. Guys, we're, we're having back. technical difficulties. Sorry. Sorry about that. We're back. Uh, I mean, we're only down for like a minute or two. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's a long time. People could have left. No, nah, they'll be back. Come back. They'll be back. All right. Okay. Um, so I think what we were saying was, um, right, right. were there any pop culture moments in 2016 that's, that we think has had a positive impact on society? And I was saying how I hope it's Oscar so white and, you know, this idea that that America is full of people of different colors and different stories and different backgrounds, and hopefully we can get actors to play those roles uh, accordingly, appropriately. Mm -hmm. uh, Why are you laughing? I'm, no, I'm laughing because one of the comments said Steve's a technical difficulty. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I think in terms of positive impact, it depends. Um, I consider activism, uh, though it can get, like, dark and difficult yeah. and murky to be, to, like, have a positive impact. So I would say, yeah, you know, I think Facebook Live and the things that uh, that you can do through it can have a positive impact. Okay. Um, okay, let's do our last two categories, yeah. right? Hopefully um, we can just kind of breeze through, through them. It. Yeah. Uh, all right, so the first one is 2016 Loser. Loser of 2016, right? Uh, the first one is Kanye West for reasons we've already spoken about. Uh, Ryan Lochte because what did he even do again? If you could, he lied me? about being held oh, at gunpoint yeah. because he didn't want to like get in trouble with his mom. But then he got the government involved. Like I don't know. Like, like you know, like Rio didn't really need that, and like they were already struggling with this like reputation that they're like a crime ridden city, and like he definitely didn't help. And then it turned out he was lying anyway. So. Um, Ryan Lochte. Ryan Lochte. Uh, 2016 loser, Taylor Swift. Um, yeah. That's first L ever. That's, a that's, a, that's big, I think. Yeah. But you know what? Everyone goes through ups and downs, right? And this was her this, down, and maybe she'll life. come back in 2017. I will see. On an upswing. I'm, I'm really excited to hear her next album. Yeah. I hope she drops it lemonade style. No. You think she would, though? Like an audio-visual album. Oh, um, like that. Okay, mm -hmm. okay, okay. Alright. Yeah. Um next one is uh Nate Parker. You wanna go into why I mean we've spoken about it in previous podcasts. I think he paid for it. So basically he Birth was supposed to be, did not do well. He was supposed to be the darling of this movie award season with um Birth of a Nation and because he got so plagued or like ca caught up in this um uh, sexual assault case that he had been not convicted on, but it was definitely a big part of his life years past. All of it, I feel like, could have been redeemable had he had a different attitude about it on, Agreed. on like, you know, if he had been more remorseful about stuff um, instead of coming out and just being like, that happened a really long time ago and I, like, have changed or whatever um so his movie paid for it and you know i think um unfortunately like the people in the movie paid for it too because i think there are some probably some great performances in that movie and they're 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 also being punished for yeah. it you know um but i think it's a it's a you know it's unfortunate but um if he if this is an example of like what not to do then maybe he needs to pay that price. Hmm. I don't know why Casey Affleck isn't being treated the same way, and maybe I do know why. Hashtag white privilege, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. Um, but 
Yeah, Nate Parker for sure. Yeah. Um, the next one is the film industry. Do you want to explain? In general, this? yeah. You know, I think you know we take a look at our nominees for uh, best movie, um, and the the quality of movies has gone down. There are a few standouts. I think you know La La Land is definitely one of them. But um, when we take a look at movies released this year, it's hard to think of what movies we're gonna look back on uh, fondly as. You know, we did the new classics podcast the other week. Um, I don't think there's any that are going to land mm-hmm. on that list. And in general, I think the film industry has... I mean, every year I feel like they release uh, information that's like, oh, they've we've made less money every year for like the past like five, six yeah. years. Yeah, you know, so. And it's weird because like TV's totally going in this different way, like right. different, um, yeah, different way. Um we talk about peak TV. We don't talk peak about TV, peak constant, movie, right? innovative ways of distribution, and like film just seems to be stuck. And I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, and then though, do you want to do the last nominee? Yeah, twenty sixteen loser would be twenty sixteen itself. Um, I think when we think about that, we're talking about a lot of the stuff that we talked about, like stuff happening to people. But I think in more recent times, it's been about. A lot of the deaths that have taken, that have happened this year, um, most recently Carrie Fisher and her mom, Debbie Reynolds, but really like the list goes on, right? Bowie, George Michael, Alan Rickman. Um, um, Thick. Oh, um, Robin um, Thick's dad. Yeah, but Alan Rickman is um, Professor Snape. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, we lost Snape. I forgot. Excuse us a moment while Steve mourns. Oh, that's right. But it's, it's, I mean, that, but that's just, like, a short list. It's just, it really does go on and on. And, um, and did you know this guy started a Kickstarter um, to, to, protect, yeah, <laughs> to yeah. protect Betty White in the last, like, three days of 2016? Good luck with that, dude. Um, but I think we all kind of just want 2016 to be over. I agree. I agree. Uh, I think that's, that's both our, I think we can read 2016 is a 2016 loser. Yeah. Um, last one, ready? 2016 winner. Oh, so last category, yes. Last category. Great. So, um, okay, SNL. We put SNL down. Um, yeah. I think SNL, I watch SNL all the time, so. Even on non-knowledge years? Yeah, I watch SNL all the time, Whoa. and I watch it every week. Um, but I think SNL particularly has a cultural relevance, especially in election years, yeah. because there's so much good stuff that they could be using, and they didn't disappoint um, this year. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, they're not just on here because they're culturally relevant during election years. That's every election year. But I think for me, um, it's because they made the most out of every opportunity yeah. that they were given. Every skit they hit out of the park whether it was uh, before the election during the debates mm-hmm. or it was, like, the one right after the election. Yeah. You know, so that, that's one for me. Um, what's the next one? Beyonce. She's a winner all the time. But um, Lemonade just was just cemented, I think, her. Did you know that she gave no interviews this year? It's really hard. There's so many things about Beyonce that's really hard to do be and do when you're not Beyonce. So, like, she literally gave no interviews, right? She dropped this album without any promotion, 
and it was like the most buzzed about, was the most talked about, and it wasn't just like the like week before and after. It was for quite a long time, right? And you know, as I was saying before, like the album itself is really, really good, but um, but culturally, like we couldn't help but talk about Becky with the good hair and like who Jay Z had cheated on her with, even if he had even done that, right? Because like who knows? Like none of this could be true, and she could just be like making all this stuff. Like we don't know because she hasn't granted any interviews. Um, I feel like um, this this was Beyonce's year because like she's become this like pinnacle of like cultural influence like we care about her art as much as we care about her life mm. and like sometimes those oh, things aren't like aren't mutually exclusive right like sometimes you care more about someone's art or more about someone's life than like and like I think they go hand in hand and like she's really one of only celebrities that like that we that you know yeah. that applies to I agree I agree um let's see the next one is the O.J. Simpson story. So, like, <laughs> really, like, as in, so we should probably explain. I don't, right, we don't mean that yeah, it's I had a great story. When I was, like, doing this, I was like, O.J. Simpson had a great year. And Steve was like, can we say O.J. Simpson's story? And I was like, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, I think uh, the story um, was huge at the time. And, and you could almost pinpoint the trial as to to being, like, the birth of, like, modern-day celebrity, mm-hmm. right? And modern-day, like, obsession with celebrity. Yep. Um, and I think everyone, whether it was the ESPN documentary or the FX uh, TV show, they covered it so brilliantly, and um, I, they each did something a little different, but they hit the notes, like, perfectly. And so, um, you know, the story kind of was almost like re-released for like a new generation yeah and then also there was also oj simpson made in america which is the espn ESPN abc doc um it's like eight hours long it's really really long but i've seen it on a lot of people's best movies yeah it's good i watched the first episode and the rest are on my dvr but um it's just it there's so much there. There's so much footage because it is like an eight-hour-long documentary, um, and they released it in theaters because they want to be up for Oscar. So I think we'll definitely be hearing about that again. But it is interesting the timing of it all, right? Like it's kind of coming at the same time as each other. Mm-hmm. So definitely the O.J. Simpson story. Um, the next one, ready? Are you ready for this one? Yeah. Uh, Lin Manuel Miranda slash Hamilton. Yeah. So you want you want to lead off? You uh, let me lead off yeah. because then you fit. Um, every once in a while, there are Broadway shows that take Broadway by storm, and it's like the you know what's the like most impossible ticket to get? And this year it was um, Hamilton, but like not it, it's not just that it like took that title from Book of Mormon, mm-hmm. but it was the way it did it, and it seems like there's something about it that put it on a different tier. You yeah, know, whereas like. Normally, it's something that's uh, that only people on like the coasts or like so people who are in like uh, urban, who are in who live in metro, uh, major metropolitan cities are aware of. But Hamilton, I feel like, took the whole country by, by storm. storm. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you have people who like know the lyrics to the songs, like the back of their hand. They've never even seen it yet. Yeah. they live all over the country. It's not just New York, L.A., Chicago, whatever. It's it's everywhere. Yeah, so. Um, and Lynn Manuel Miranda is the genius behind it all, and he is a genius, and he um, 
had an incredible year, right? So, like, he finished up his run on Hamilton um, in July, and then he's been busy. So while he was working on Hamilton, he was also writing the music for Moana, the Disney oh, movie, right. the animated movie Disney, that came out. He's doing Mary Poppins, right? So he's now living in London because he's filming mm-hmm. Mary Poppins. Um, and he's got that TV show or something, like on HBO he, or whatever, like uh, a sci-fi fantasy thing. It's going to be like the next Game of the Thrones. The next Game of Thrones, that's right. Um, it's a fantasy series that like rivals Game of Thrones, and he's like apparently this huge fan of it. So he's producing that, and he dropped the Hamilton mixtape, and he also was on tr- an episode of Drunk History, which is also like a show that I love watching. Do you ever watch Drunk History? I, have no idea what I think you would love it. It's a show... Actually, I don't know which... I think it's on Comedy Central, but I could totally be wrong. But basically, this guy has a bunch of, like, random people on, comedians and or, like, actors on, and they get drunk together, and then and then the person retells a story, like, a historical story that happened. Oh. And because they're drunk, like, it gets mumbled up and, like, they're, like, hiccuping and they're just, like, whatever. But they get famous people to reenact the story, so they're lip-syncing like mouthing oh, the, oh, yeah, this, yeah. the way that the story so like when they're cursing like the person's curse like um, I'm de- describing it so badly no I, so, I think I know exactly so Lin-Manuel Miranda was on and he told the story of like Hamilton and Burr's um, rivalry and he gets really really plastered and the way he like tells it is like super funny so basically he's had a great year and he's gonna be rich forever <laughs> very nice uh, next one Donald Glover mm-hmm. right uh, Atlanta new album uh, I think that that's really it. I think it's we've already covered. We've covered Atlanta, the new album. I've heard is good. I haven't listened to it. Yeah. And so I think he deserves to be to be yeah. on this list. Yeah. And he's not just like a, the star of Atlanta. He like right, he's the writes, writer, directs, yeah, all of it. All I don't it. think he directs, but he's the executive producer. Yeah. Like, so like when we talk about he Atlanta, runs the writer's It's show. him. It's yeah. him and his brother. Yes. Yes. Um, um, okay. So I. You know what. No, no, just go. go just okay, fine. Peak TV. Peak TV. There's so much TV now that it's really, really hard to figure out what to watch. And it's not even like there's one. It's all like mediocre TV. It's yeah. all really good yeah. TV, yeah. right? And so we've gotten to a point where there's so much good TV to watch. It's I don't think there are enough hours in a week to watch everything. I tried to figure it out, but I can't. Impossible. Um, right? But not only that, I think I added this on here not because not just because of the amount of good TV that's on, but the way that the way that everybody is sort of innovating the way you watch TV, right? So yeah. like, there's so many different stra- uh, streaming platforms that you can get like your content on, and now like some of the network television or like basic cables doing it. So like, for as an example, like um, TBS just debuted a show called Search Party, which I haven't watched yet, but they they released it all on one day. So there was a marathon of it, right? And so now it's... Like on TBS? Mm-hmm. So from, like, you know, like, noon to, like, 11 p.m., they had, like, released all. And, like, that's something that's never been done before. And now you can find it on, like, on demand at tbs.com or, like, whatever. Um, So they're playing around. They're, like, even cable television is, like, or network television, they're trying to figure out, like, what works. Yeah. Um, and what people's like viewing habits are and are like trying to like figure out how they can get on it and not only that I feel like network television has also had some like a almost a renaissance because there's been a lot of good 
shows yep. on network television. That's true. Like This Is Us, which is a show on NBC that I talked about. Like it's been breaking records and it's consistently great and the ratings have stayed great because sometimes a lot of the times like you know like start high, it'll start high and, and then go plummet, but it's like stayed even. Um the new Kiefer Sutherland show, Designated Survivor. I watch it. I enjoy it. <laughs> I wish he was my president. He has the voice for it, certainly. Um, so, you know, those are just two examples. But, like, I, I do think that, like, um, television, network television is, like, it's hanging in, they're hanging in there. Excellent. Um, last one is Michael Phelps. If we have Ryan Lochte as a loser, we should have Michael Phelps as a winner. He was just so amazing. I mean, just watching him, right? Um, so, I mean, I don't think we have much more to say about it. I just think, like, if you're going to be an Olympic athlete, be Michael Phelps. Not to say that he hasn't had his share of, like, troubles, right? Like, oh, oh I see what you mean. I thought you meant, like, win 16. No, medals. like, don't oh. be a Ryan Lochte, right? Like, especially yeah. at the Olympics. No, definitely, I don't definitely. care if your event is over. Can you, like, have more respect for your host country and also, like, you know... Um, have more respect for the country that you're representing. I don't know. So thank you, Michael Phelps, for making the Summer Olympics amazing. And I think that rounds out. Wait, so if you had to pick one winner. I'm going to go Lin-Manuel Miranda. Okay. I don't think anyone had a better year okay. than him. I'm going to go with um, Beyonce. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, should oh. we do... Uh, yeah. Let's do, like, oh, we have two questions, questions right? and then we're almost done. So <laughs> thanks for staying with us. All right. Ready? Yeah. Uh, no, it's not like they have anything better to do. That's not true, Steve. It's not true. Uh, I know you're ready? busy. Who would be your standout public figure for 2016, negative or positive? Uh, I'm going to say standout, Beyonce. Positive, for sure. Okay. You know, I think, not just artistically, but I think... She's been able to balance the whole art and activism act in yeah. 2016. So I think that's who it is for me. I'm going to go with President Barack Obama because I think he is the most culturally, um, I don't know, relevant. What, Steve? I, well, I, that's a great answer. Okay, well. I don't like, I feel like you won. The, why don't you just I don't, jump I know it's not a competition, but why I Why don't like you just you jump in and tell me what you want to say? I don't know. Can I gave you it. Finish? Okay, you know what? Barack Obama. No, no, what are your finished. thoughts? What you, no, you can finish. Do you no, have I think he's just. Damn. Yeah, like he's answer. gonna. Of all of the crazy, all the crazy things that were happening, he were, he and his wife managed to remain classy. They managed to remain funny, and they were like our dads, right? Like reassuring us that this country is gonna be okay. I don't know if it is, but. If Barack Obama says it is, then maybe I should believe that. And we have them for what, like seventeen more days. So like, let's 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 appreciate that. But um, I just think he's so f- and he's so funny, like and cool. Did you watch his interview with Trevor Noah? I watched part of it. It's great. It. It's great. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Um, he can be serious when he needs to, and then he's like, he can be funny when he needs to. Yeah. You know. All right, ready. Uh, do Wait, you, have... you don't want to add to that? No, nah, you said it all okay. so elegantly. Uh, do you have any new podcast recommendations since your episode dedicated to podcasts from this summer? Do you have any new ones? That's a question from Reba. Um, I don't, frankly, I don't remember what we talked about in the summer, but 
Um, I have a new obsession. It's called My Favorite Murder. I don't know if I talked about it, so maybe it's not new. But it's these two um, female, like, I think they're comedians or, like, comedy writers. Um, and they talk about, um, they, like, discuss, like, uh, like murder cases that have happened. But, like, real ones? Mm, they, like, just, they, like, yeah, they, like, read through. And then, like, their commentary is funny. Cause like, oh, so it's not, like, a serial kind of... No, oh, no, 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 no. Like, it's, like, it's, like, no one is listening when we're talking about this and, like, laughing about stuff. But, like, they're talking about murder, so that's the topic. So my favorite murder. I also really, really like um, Selena Dunham, who is a very polarizing figure, I guess, um, has a podcast called Women of the Hour, and I think and season two has just begun, be, began um, a couple weeks back, and I think it's just really well-produced and really relevant. So check that out. Okay. You? Um... No, I'm actually trying to limit the podcast. I, mean, I have so many. many podcasts. I can't. I, tr- I have to mind. stop listening to them. Uh, but that's, that's a great question. Okay. Um, next, do you have any 2016 birth trends that you wish will die in 2017? Things that, like, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Start, you know? Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, it was terrible to say Pokemon Go. But you know, that's the only thing I could think of. And I... I don't. I want it to die in 2017 just because I don't play it anymore. If I don't play it, I don't want anyone else to play it. Because I'm competitive like that. Yeah, I don't know. That's a really good question, Eddie. I just don't have an we'll answer. Get, you know, we'll get why back don't we, to you. Well, we'll get back to this one. Um, here's a question from our social media manager. Uh, had Taylor Swift's 1989 album been released in 2016, do you think it would still win Album of the Year at the Grammys over Kanye West's Life of Pablo and Beyonce's? Is Kanye West's album nominated for Best Album? I don't know. I don't, I don't know that it is. Um, the short answer is no. I think that Lemonade... I think Lemonade's going to win. And I know it's up against Adele. And I don't like to pit women against each other, but it, it is what it is. Like, they have equal amount of nominations, if not, like, very similar. Um, I, I just think Lemonade is such a superior album. Like... Uh, to the non-existing Taylor Swift album. Like, no, just kidding. Like, I don't, I don't know, but like, um, I would imagine that Lemonade's gonna win everything. You know what I think? Yeah. I think if I agree, if, if 1989 had come out. This oh, year, I'm sorry. The question is 1980. If are you saying? Yeah. If 1989. Oh, I love 1989. Um. Yeah. No. I. I still. I think. Just the fact that. Beyonce covers different genres um, in one album and can pull that off. Like I, I would, I think it's Lemonade. I'm I, so sorry, I like misread the question. I think if 1989 had come out in 2016, yeah, Lemonade would still win. But if Lemonade had come out in 2015, 1989 would win because I think with Lemonade, right? Mm-hmm. I think with Lemonade, a lot of it is when it was released, mm-hmm. what was going on mm-hmm. when it was released, um, the things that are happening in pop culture, the things that are ha- happening in politics. I think all of that is wrapped into Lemonade and why it's like almost guaranteed that it will win. Um, I don't know if... Okay. If, uh, I don't know if Lemonade is a demonstrably better album than 1989. Have you listened to Lemonade? Um... Yeah. No, I'm not asking this like... Yeah, 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 no, yeah, no. yeah. Um, I just... They're okay. both good in such different ways, yeah. you know, where... Um, I, I mean, I think it... I'll say this. I don't know which one would have won on, like, in a vacuum, in mm-hmm. equal footing, but I think 
it's a lot closer if they've been released in previous years together yeah. than now together. Okay, I got sense. you. All right, cool. All right. Um, so I think we kind of want to wrap everything yeah. up by what we're looking forward to in 2017. Yeah. Um, since we only have two more days and we really want 2016 to end. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, 2016 was a great year for me personally. Not yeah, a great year. Oh my gosh, not a great too. year. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. It was. So many things happened for us, I guess, both in 2016 that personally I'll look back on it fondly. Yeah. And then so many terrible But just like happened. culturally, not so great. Um, so what are we looking forward to in 2017? Yeah, I want, you want to take turns? We'll go back and forth. Yeah. I okay. mean, I only have two. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So, okay. So first one for me is Star Wars. Uh, can't wait. Just really excited for that in general. Mm -hmm. uh, what about you? Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Um, I'm so excited because I think Emma Watson is just so perfect for Belle. Um, and as long as they can kind of, like, from the trailer, it looks like they follow the movie really closely. And if that's the case, then they can't go wrong because yeah. the base material is, like, really good. Even though we talked about how, like... Stockholm Syndrome, though, like, whatever. Um, but, yeah. And Dan Stevens, who is Beast, used to be on um, Downton Abbey, and I used to, like, love him. But he, he, I think he spends most of the movie, like, Beast mode, so we're probably not going to see... Beast mode. <laughs> probably not going to see his beautiful face, but I love him. We <laughs> spend most of the movie in Beast mode. Um, I just have one more, actually. Yes. Uh, I'm going to do Game of Thrones. I think it's going to be uh, released a little later than... It normally comes out around uh, early spring, but I think this year they're going to, because of production delays or whatever, they're going to do uh, summer, mm -hmm. or even like late summer, so I'm really excited for that. And then are we not seeing it for a while? Like, wasn't, weren't people talking about there's like crazy long lag time between seasons for Game of Thrones? Uh, no, I don't think so. Well, I think it's, okay. it's, it's annual. It oh, annual. okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, wait, yeah, and then one more for me. There's a lot of new music coming out, I think. So rumor to be releasing new stuff. Um, Katy Perry, Lord, Arcade Fire, who I really like, Jay-Z, um, and hopefully Taylor Swift, maybe, yeah, with we'll a rebuttal see. of all the things that we talked about. I can't wait yeah. for that. Um, yeah. Okay, so I, is, that, is that it? Are I we done? so. We Four hours later, it. are we done? Thanks for sticking with us for, like... Two hours? You don't have anything else to do. It's fine. Stop. People are busy. They're giving us their time. We should be more appreciative. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, do you want to say some announcements? Yeah, yeah. So we have we have one announcement. Um, so we'd gotten such great feedback about some of the promo videos that we were doing um, that we decided in 2017 we will continue the podcast, but we will also be releasing, or we'll be recording video mm -hmm. along with it. So... We have a YouTube channel that uh, we're going to provide the link to on our Facebook page. And so, uh, you know, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. So with every, with every episode, there will be an accompanying, uh, an accompanying video and audio components. So if you prefer watching us, you know, on your computer, then, you know, go for it on YouTube. If you are one of those people that like listening to us, uh, you know, in your car on the way to and from work, then you can continue to download the podcast. But we'll be having uh, video and audio for most, if not all, the episodes 
in 2017. And then we'll try to do some special videos here and there, too. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe not all of them have to be live, because this is pretty nerve-wracking, you guys. <laughs> it was not. It was fine. Yeah. It was fine. Are you, nervous? Are you fine. still nervous? No, but I was. But I, I'm always nervous before an episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true, yeah. that's true, that's true. Yeah. Um, and then last but not least, we want to um, thank everybody. Thank everyone. We want we a special shout out to one person in particular, uh, Russell, who was uh, he helped uh, co-host some of the uh, some of the episodes earlier on in the No One's Season podcast. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. History. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh, uh, shout out to him. He's still part of the family. Uh, missing him. Wishing him well, and uh, our social media manager now, who has also been helping us field questions. Also, my fiance. Yes, Steve's fiance, Um, and also like everybody who watched and also sent us questions. Thank you so much. Sorry that we couldn't provide you with better answers. I guess we don't do our answers were great. Okay, the only one we didn't answer was uh, what other podcasts do we listen to? I answered that one. Oh, you did. I did. Yeah. yeah, but everything else we... Oh, no, what was the one we didn't answer? There was one we, we struggled didn't. with, like... Oh, what trends will die? Oh, yeah, sorry. Eddie, we'll get back to That's you. That's a good question. Yeah, it's a I great just, question. I, I don't know. Um, but I think this is it, right? Yeah, so you know what? Uh, after this, um, we'll be posting the link to the YouTube channel, and this will be probably one of the first videos. We've already uploaded the promo videos, and this will be up there, too. Um, I know that there were audio-video sync issues, but, you know, I think I can... I, I don't want to make any problems, but I think I can take care of that in YouTube. Okay. And this was our first time doing all this, so uh, thanks for bearing with us. Yeah, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. I did. I had, I, had, I had a blast. We always have a blast with these things. Are you hungry? Yeah, let's go okay, eat. Let's go eat. Okay, all right. Uh... Sorry, guys. Um, the Facebook Live audio cut out on us, but um, yeah, just again, thanks for uh, everything. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And um, yeah, we'll see you guys next time.